Welcome to Share Truth, Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, and as usual, I am joined by Cedra Sarton. I'm here. Again, you are here. Again, I never go away. <laughs> I never go away. I'm still here. But uh, yeah, and if you're listening, we're so glad you're able to join us uh, today. And if you want to know more about us and Engage Magazine and what we do, you can go to engagemagazine.net or you can go to afa.net mm-hmm. slash the stand, which a lot of our content is there now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want to learn more about us, go there. Yeah, that's definitely the preferred place to go these days. That's yes. where all of our freshest, newest content yeah. is going to be in the form of articles. If you still want to grab the podcast episodes, go to engagemagazine.net, and there's a button at the top that says radio or podcast, one of those two. Yeah. I haven't looked but at it But, you know, if you, go to <laughs> AFA, if you go to afa.net, that's just easiest. Just yes. write this down. Have Absolutely. it like write it on your hand, whatever you got to do. <laughs> Unless you're driving, don't write anything. Just remember. Yeah. AFA.net at the top, there's a tab that says podcast. It's super easy. You know Scroll mm-hmm. down to you see Share Truth, Apply Scripture, and it'll take you exactly where you need to be. Um, one thing uh, that we would also like for you to do is to remember that we want to pray for you. So if you have a special prayer request, anything that you want to share with us, uh, please email us, engagefaq at afa.net. Right. Uh, write write that down too. Also, mm-hmm. don't not if you're driving, don't do it. <laughs> uh, but we would love to hear from you and uh, know your prayer concerns and and if there's something that you're not wanting to spread, you just want a few people to please just you can note that in your email and mm-hmm. we'll be sure to pray for you and whatever. Absolutely, so. <laughs> yeah. No, we we would love to uh, uh, be in touch with you guys and to to um to have some back and forth because uh, we a lot of times we're just sort of either, you know, sitting here behind the microphone or or sitting at our desk, you know, writing articles and everything, and there's not a lot of contact between us and the people who are actually in, uh, hopefully, enjoying and benefiting from what we're putting out there. So we love to uh, touch base with you guys. So, yeah, please message us at engagefaq at afa.net. Um, so... This is a great uh, episode today because we have on the line with us, we have Anna Morris, and she hosts the Wake Up Conservative podcast. Uh, thank you so much for being on with us today, Anna. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, we're glad that you're here. So just before we get too far into our conversation, we kind of want to know more about your podcast. Like, what made you want to start doing this? I mean, I know you're, I don't know if you want your age out there, but, uh, <laughs> but you're very young and I, I can tell you most, most young people, people have this perception of younger people that they don't want to get involved, mm-hmm. but I see a lot of them who do. And so that's kind of where we want to shine a spotlight on the ones who do. So how did you, how did this podcast come about? Yes, absolutely. So I see that as well, where it's this narrative that younger kids or um, even teenagers, I'm a teenager, um, that they don't have the tools or they aren't ready for it yet. And the um, misconception there is that they are like, we should give our kids the opportunity to be able to speak truth if that's what's being poured into their lives. So in my case, I am a 17-year-old teenage 
um, teenager and I go to school. I do extracurriculars. I do different things along those lines. But after 2020, I decided, I think it was the March of 2021, so a year after the pandemic, and I decided to um, start this podcast. One of the greatest um, people I love to listen to is Ali Bestucki. And mm. I was like, how can I do something like she does? And so I started researching, I started watching YouTube videos, um, what were programs I could use to start either a podcast or a YouTube channel. And I'm actually really glad I did podcasting because YouTube has been super restrictive. But, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> my first topic was over the southern border crisis, and I found it um, I found it that it was relevant because that was at the time where Joe Biden had been sworn in as president. Mm. And um, the American people were seeing what was happening to our country because of it. So that was my first topic. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, and also, where can people go to listen to you if they want to check out your podcast? Yes. So um, the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, even if you search into your um Google or Safari, whatever, um, the Wake Up Conservative, I should pop up. And then I'm also active on Instagram at the Wake Up Conservative. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And we'll make sure that we put that uh, yeah, link in the notes mm -hmm. so people can check out from the podcast. So Yeah, absolutely. And it, Perfect. It, Thank it's, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I admire you greatly for doing this, um, especially at, uh, at such a young time in your life, too. Um, when, when, I was, when I was in high school, I was not thinking about starting a podcast, specifically yep. not about you know, <laughs> cultural issues. Um, but this is, this is amazing. And I'm, I'm glad to see that there are um, people, you know, in, in the newer generations who are, who are thinking about these topics and talking about them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm glad that you're able to be a voice for that that as well. Uh, I'm, I'm a parent. I've got, you know, two little kids and one on the way now. So <laughs> like the world that they're going to grow up in, I, I'm seeing, and, and this, this is, everybody says this, you know, no matter what point in your life or no matter what point in history you live in, mm -hmm. you see the culture get darker and darker. And I definitely see that. I see so many, um, you know, young teenagers, like, you know, 13 years old getting swept up mm -hmm. in identity culture, you know, like the transgender movement and whether or not they identify as male or female. And it's becoming more than just like a personal issue. It's becoming something that you do to be popular and cool now. And I'm seeing so many young minds get swept up in so many dark, dark things. And I'm seeing that, yeah, that's the world that my children are going to grow up in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's frightening to me as a parent, and it, it makes me all the more grateful for voices like yours out there who are um, not only, you know, speaking to the world in general, but especially you're a voice that I think these these people who are who are prone to being swept up with this stuff, they'll resonate with you because uh, they know where you're coming from. You know where they're coming from, and they don't feel like necessarily you're talking down to them. It's a very powerful thing, and I want to commend you for that as well. Um, you've been talking a lot about as well I, I think that you were on with um wesley and walker am i correct on that uh on the radio yes, before sir. yeah and mm -hmm. um you, you were talking about some cultural issues one of the things that i think you've been uh mentioning uh previously was you know the media that uh, hollywood and and other you know establishments and the culture are putting out there that are that are geared intentionally engineered to uh 
basically recruit young minds mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. a very specific way of thinking. Um, can you explain, uh, kind of dive into that a little bit? What have you seen specifically um, as, as you're starting this podcast? Uh, you've been doing it for a while now, but as you're doing this podcast and as you're talking about these things, have, what, what kind of trends have you been seeing in that regard? Right. So first of all, I want to say congratulations for your third. Oh. Um, that's exciting. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, something that I've seen, and I want to go back to the first part where I said that many kids my age want to do something. I want to be a vessel. And I know there are so many other teenagers out there doing stuff like um, Caroline. She has the Patriot Talk. There are so many who are learning alongside and I get to learn alongside them. So if you're listening to this and you're about my age, I'm 17. Um, know that you can do something and God will work through you if you allow him to. So that that's number one. And number two is some things that I've seen is that, especially with media and especially with social media, there are, there is this culture of trying to influence. And these people behind it, um, there was a documentary on Netflix that was about um, what were the ways that these people behind the screens were getting... and it might be teenagers, it might be adults, how to keep them engaged in technology. And so knowing this, how do we fight against the quote-unquote culture war that we are engaged in right now and still probably will be for generations to come? How do we fight against that? And um, it's something where you have to be open to the scriptures, what the scriptures say. Um, Be aware of, if we're talking about kids, be aware of what they're watching. What is um, being programmed on your TV? Is it Netflix? Is it Disney Plus? I know Disney Plus has taken some hits now and rightfully so, but um, it's different things like that where we have to be aware. Parents need to be aware of what their kids, um, what they have available to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in so many homes I see now, there are kids walking around with tablets in their hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily see anything wrong with a kid watching and enjoying shows that are approved by the parents but i just i don't know it's kind of scary to think of a child who just unlimited access even if you have parental restrictions on like (laughs) i think we've all seen things where people talk about like youtube kids and things that have popped up there that isn't necessarily 100 percent kid friendly and i've seen like warning videos that moms have put out about uh, certain programs, you know, they'll talk about, well, my kid was scared to go to bed, and then they find out that, that one of their favorite YouTube kids' little little shows or whatever's on there, uh, their little videos has something that scared them. Or, you know, and it's it's like because mm-hmm. they're sitting there with tablets and they're just complete, you know, engulfed mm-hmm. in it. And, um, like, I, I, I don't know if – I think it's easy for parents, which I'm, I'm not a parent, but um, for someone like Jordan – you know, I know it's it's a whole it's a mm-hmm. whole job uh-huh. trying yes. to <laughs> to keep a, a, keep an eye on what your kids are watching, um, but in this world where kids just have unlimited access and have tiny screens that they can tote with them everywhere, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you're seeing issues with what is being brought in. Do you see more issues with that? Right. Yeah. And- Absolutely. Yeah. And two, like, I, I am grateful. I mean, just this morning, actually, you, you talk about kids walking around with tablets. Just this morning, my son found this old, you know, Kindle Fire that we've had for years, like since, I mean, before he was, you know, able to use it. Um, I think I bought it for my wife 
once for like Christmas or something. And he and he was just he brought it to me and he was like, Hey daddy, can I watch blah 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 on this? And I, I just realized, wait, this thing has zero parental controls on it. There's there's a web browser here. He doesn't know what he's doing, but I'll tell you what he does know how to do. He knows how to use voice to text to search for things. <laughs> and you know, he's he's a little bit ba- he's he's not a baby, but he's a little kid and so sometimes he doesn't pronounce words correctly and that could lead to all sorts of mistakes, you know. And and uh so uh, it was just kind of a red flag. I was like, yeah, I had to reiterate to him, like, you cannot, you can't have these things unless we're there with you or we've given you permission and and we've vetted whatever you're doing. Um, and so you can quickly put that away where you can't re- reach that. Um, and, and, and two, I am grateful, like, that, or grateful, I guess, I'm, I'm grateful to God that um, his grace has constrained people out there that there are even mainstream, you know, companies and stuff that are aware they, they, they do need to put out content that is family friendly, that is actually, you know, family friendly and innocent. Um, Andy and, I mean, yeah, Andy and Mia, my, my children, they have their favorite shows that we've, we've approved that we all enjoy actually, you know, and, and that, that they are family friendly. And, but there are so many things that I have seen, you know, just in passing or like seen a little preview of, or maybe my kids have asked me, can they watch this? And done a little reading and little, you know, little investigation. And yeah, there's like little uh, mind fields it's, it's a minefield it's it's like there's little hidden things in there that that if you're not if you're not aware you know it'll be like three seconds and you know they've said something in this little show or this character did something and and you're like wait this goes against everything that we believe and this goes against the culture that I'm trying to build in my you know household with my children and um, and, and and then all of a sudden it's like yeah the culture war is right here in our households mm-hmm. uh, really whether we want it to be or not. So um, so you've, you've talked, uh, I think, specifically there was a, a uh, movie that's come out uh, recently in... Um, on, on Disney. Uh, on Disney, yeah. yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, uh, but is it called Turning Red? Turning Red, yeah. yeah. Uh, can, can you mm-hmm. tell us a little about that? What are some concerns that parents might have about that film? Mm-hmm. So... There was Turning Red. There was also the new one, Lightyear, which mm. made oh, a yeah. big uproar right. because of uh-huh, because of the Florida bill. But um, specifically with Turning Red, the issue I had with it was that, first of all, I had to figure out if I wanted to or not wanted to watch this show. And I'm 17. Right. Um, <laughs> so it, it, and it had a PG rating. That was another thing I wanted to talk about is that even if your kids are super excited about a movie, depending on if it's G, PG, PG, even PG-13, try as best as possible because even with the trailers, they're very secretive about what is actually in the movie because, for example, Turning Red, I watched the trailer to get a glimpse into it. When I watched the movie, it didn't um, address the witchcraft that it had in there. It didn't address um, the mature content of... um, what happens in teenage years between like transitioning different things like that. Mm. Um, (laughs) but I wouldn't want, and I'm not a parent, but if I had a kid, I wouldn't want them if they're like six, seven, whatever watching this, but it had a PG rating. So parents automatically think, well, this is okay for my kid to watch. But in that case, is it, you know, so (laughs) it's that question between, we don't want to, take away all technology. Technology is going to be around for as long as we can think of because it has been established into our society. Mm. 
throughout this point, either if it's siblings, if it's parents, whatever the house looks like, it is their job, even as Christian parents specifically, to make it an environment where it is safe and it is a healthy environment instead of regulating that technology. Mm-hmm. And so what that can look like is, like um, Jordan said, you know the shows that are good for your kids to watch and even encourage them to watch those things instead of something that is going to fill their mind with either propaganda or something that goes against the Bible. And that that's basically, Turning Red was one of those ones where I would question it myself. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, you, you brought up the word, you know, propaganda. And I know a lot of people, you know, who who might be critical of that, you know, their little red flag goes up and it's like, well, that sounds conspiracy <laughs> theorist, but actually it's not. Um, <laughs> because I, I saw recently the, the president of Disney, you know, made these mm-hmm. statements where it's like, well, we because I think her children are, you know, you know, not cisgender or whatever the terms are, like they, they identify as something other than male or female. And the, I mean, and it's, and it's really sad because these are, these are little kids. These aren't necessarily teenagers, you know, who, who might have mm-hmm. a little bit more autonomy. These are, you know, little kids. Yeah. Um, but because that's the way, you know, those are her family values and th- that's her family life. But she has decided that that's the direction that Disney's going to take in, in the mm-hmm. films and the content that pr- they produce is that, well, we want more representation of these um, other points of view. And I mean, on paper, it sounds very noble what they're doing. Um, but then <laughs> but then you see what, what, what representation they're talking about. And it's not neutral. It's not harmless. And it's not just the acknowledgement of, of these things exist. These are... These things exist, and we want your children to be at peace with it. We want your children to grow numb to it or even get excited about it and celebrate it. Um, it, It's not just wanting to, you know, reach out to a child out there or a teenager who might be confused about things and try to make them feel good. It's more about, no, they want to come into your home and, you know, through your screen and – indoctrinate i mean it, it is propaganda it definitely is so it's that that's not a word to throw around lightly but i don't think that it is you know being so in this case it's, it's definitely a very accurate de- description of this um and and i mean the, the light your movie is prime example absolutely mm-hmm. of that yeah mm-hmm. even i was excited about that movie because i've always I lo- I, you know <laughs> since i was a kid i've loved buzz Lightyear, yeah. obsessed and uh mm-hmm. you know even if I think there are a lot of parents, even ones who consider themselves to be Christians, who think that um, when we talk about things like this, that we're overbearing, we're thinking about it too much. And I've been told to chill. I've been told to chill. <laughs> told to chill. And I'm like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying your kids are watching this every day. They're in their prime years for mind molding you know mm-hmm. this is when they're learning things that will stay with them for the rest of their lives and um but one thing moving on to another thing that i've i've mm-hmm. really wanted to talk about yeah this you know we have on demand streaming now we didn't have mm-hmm. that when we were kids did we no, no we had to sit through you know we had to watch what whatever was on at the time we rewind. Yeah, or yeah, if we were watching VHS, yeah. we had to sit through commercials. It is sit know. through commercials and stuff. Which <laughs> Those you were know, the no, good old days. Now, don't don't get me wrong. There were some things on TV that probably shouldn't have been either oh, back then. 
<laughs> since the dog we don't want to go but back. now <laughs> but now i don't know i just thought about it i've got like four streaming service different streaming services oh, that i we can have at least four yeah yeah have, <laughs> you know and then that's not including like youtube mm-hmm. that i can get on at any point like i said i don't have any kids so it's just me right so i generally don't have to worry about you know, kids seeing something they shouldn't. It's just me watching the Great British Baking Show. Yes, and uh, <laughs> you know that's that's what we have going on and mm-hmm. and stuff. But like now, there's so many homes that have it where your kids know how to operate the remotes, and they go and they just turn on mm-hmm. the TV and they scroll through and they find what they want to watch, and it's just completely open. Mm-hmm. And there's no waiting. It's no. just they click on something and it immediately starts playing. They've watched half of it before you're even aware. And uh, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, Anna, about, you know, if you have any concerns about the just the amount, not not necessarily even not necessarily even the content that is like what it what movie or show right. it is, but the amount that is just continuously flowing through people's homes, like just constant you know, movie and TV, you know, do you have any concerns about that? Yeah. Um, the, because we're on shared truth apply scripture, I thought it would be fitting to, um, share a verse, but it's first Peter five, eight. And it says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adverse adversary, the devil prowls like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And I know we hear this, we hear this in Sunday school or whatever it may be in church when we talk about technology or even the evils of the world, but it, it is scripture and we can apply it. Um, and maybe taking it a little bit lighter in a sense where it's like, we have to see this where we are in a world with sin, with evil. Um, and it's not necessarily that our kids are bad kids. They're truly probably not. It's that we are living in a world where there's so much evil and so much opportunity for that evil to either be implemented in our kids' lives or accidentally somehow be involved in it. So as, um, and I think this is more for parents, um, and it's not the content, like you said, it's more of the accessibility to the streaming services, whatever it may be. And I have two things for it. So number one is Look at alternatives. I know there is like a stigma against Christian services that they are cheesy or they're not produced well, and I would disagree with that, but there are so many different services. There are things like uh, PureFlix. There is um, PragerU, which if your kids are more into the academic sense, there's PragerU for adults and there's PragerU for kids, and they do such a great job producing those. And they're open, they're free for your kids. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something else to think about. It's a free service. And then um, the second thing is, like I said earlier, make it a healthy environment for your kids so that it's not regulating technology. Because as we said earlier, your kids, either if they don't get it at home, then they're going to get it at grandma and grandpa's house, or they're going to get it at a friend's house. Or now that we're seeing at school, they're going to have a laptop at school. Mm-hmm. What are they doing on that laptop? So for example, Um, if they don't have it at home, that could be happening. So you can't regulate technology. That's something that needs to be in parents' minds. But there's actually a really great resource. It's a book that um, I suggest for either parents or whatever it may be. Um, And it's called Tech Wise Family. And it's a book and it talks about how to instill character, how to find wisdom or put wisdom into our kids so that it's not specifically our jobs to hover over them when they have technology or streaming services, but in the case that they know 
whether to choose this or choose that, and they have the choice. Um, I think that's important. That's an excellent point to bring up too, because uh, like like the, the 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 verse that you brought up just a moment ago, the you know the, a roaring lion, you know, prowling, you know, your adversary is the devil is is there, you know, and, and we live in a world of sin. And you know what? Even if we turn off every screen in our house and disconnect the internet and cable, the lion is still there because it's in our hearts, right? I mean, we, we can do whatever we want to the technology. The technology is not necessarily the only issue. It's, you know, mm-hmm. our hearts, you know, as parents, as older siblings, as uh, young children, the, 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 the adversary is even in us. And so, um, yeah, like, like you were saying, like you want to have that environment where you are instilling into children, whether you're a, you're a parent, whether you're a, just an influence in their life, like an older sibling, you want to make sure that you are teaching them the scriptures. You want to make sure that they are seeing you pray and spending time in the word and worshiping God. And you want to, to instill those values in them because that um, it, not only is that going to, you know, act as a as a shield and a, and a means of God's grace in their life to protect them from the influences of culture and everything. And you're built you're building a godly culture within the household. But also that's going to, you know, be the gospel to them and, and, and hopefully one day be a means of salvation for them to, to come to the Lord. And so it's it's far more than just, you know, knowing what, you know, uh, companies to boycott and knowing what to supplement instead of this other thing. It's it's a, a whole lifestyle of discipleship that you have to have. Um, I, I've seen many families who err on one side or the other, but I'm, I'm thankful to see many Christian ho- uh, homes really understand the importance of um, of that kind of discipleship. Because if you're not discipling your children, whether they're your children or they're just children within your within your circle of influence, somebody else is going to be doing that. Well, we have about a minute left, mm-hmm. so Anna, I just want you to go ahead and remind our audience, everybody listening, how they can connect with you. Yeah, so I am active on social media. You can look up the Wake Up Conservative and I should pop up. And I would love to connect to you on that platform. Um, And then also, if you want to go listen to my podcast, I am available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. I am there. Hey, awesome. And to the parents listening, this might be a great resource, especially if you have teens Mm -hmm. that you want to, I don't know, uh, maybe you can start making them think about things. So pass this podcast on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. um, And, you know, maybe have it in the car when they're trapped in there, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff, (laughs) you know, you know, they can't go, you know, and that's a good conversation. Right. You know, hearing someone their age Mm -hmm. discuss things, um, like this will get them to thinking because right. I know it would would me. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Anna. It's been an honor to have you on. Um, we will definitely link your show uh, in the show notes of this episode. But uh, I just want to say again, I am, I am, uh, I, I admire you for for what you're doing, and I and I hope that the Lord continues to bless you and uh, expand your horizons in this. So thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the time talking to you guys, and I appreciate um. The prayers too. All right. Uh, well, until next week, everybody, continue to share truth and apply scripture. <laughs> <laughs>